0: You guys know that i'm i'm pretty experienced in this business been at this game had my i had my license in maryland for 28 years full-time now i still have a big team that's run by somebody else mike sloan my partner but i'm intricately involved with him on an email basis if if not more Uh, regularly. So I know what's going on. Plus I had over 400 guests on the show, including the ones that haven't been released yet. And I see where the pain points are in real estate today. And I think there's a huge pain point in listings, right? I think that because the MLS is public now, people are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers. And they're getting farther and farther away from listings, and I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else, and that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment and the reason they're afraid because there's a lot of really heavy rejection i mean i can remember times in my career where i really 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 thought that i had a listing or i really really wanted a listing and uh they chose someone else and there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else but I just remember it—it it, it hurting it, just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with the family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have said a different price. I should have said a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever—a different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry to create the certified listing agent program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it—the the 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and it's in 10-minute increments, so it uh, so you 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 watch five to 12 minutes of video, and then you take a small quiz. And then you watch another five to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more or, or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes and it's in bite-sized chunks and you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert and it's just a lot better way in my opinion to learn so if you want to learn more about it go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now that's digital backslash discount you'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look you know see what you think it comes with my personal guarantee hundred percent guaranteed money back guarantee look if you take it and you think it, it it stinks I'll give you your money back you can go on Google and Google my name and I'm personally guarantee this I'm very very easy to find right just send me an email I promise you I'll I'll give you your money back but that's how confident I'm better I mean it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the tests or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a returning guest Lucy Ham originally came on episode 103. She is from Flushing, Michigan near the famous or I should say infamous Flint, Michigan, and <laughs> she has a a great business story and is doing some exciting things with real estate. Sales and Beyond, and I'm excited to have her back. So, Lucy, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars again. Thank you. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? There, a little bit about Michigan, Flint, Michigan, Flushing, Michigan. A little bit about your background, so they can get to know you better.
1: Great. So, um, I my office is actually in Flushing, Michigan. We cover four counties around here. One of them happens to be the city of Flint, which we do maybe two sales a year in the city of Flint. So we're mostly suburban Flint area. Um, Our population that we cover is about 200,000, all inclusive. And um, I've been in this business for 42 years, um, 38 years in this area. So we've developed a a really good database of like 7,200 people that we've sold or listed homes for. Or found them a home. So we have a great database of clients that are referring to us whenever they have the opportunity. So uh, raised in a farm home in South Dakota and Nebraska and transplanted here in the 1970s and went to work
0: That's in real estate. That's amazing. So 7,200. If a stamp, and I don't even know what the hell stamps cost now, but let's say it's fifty cents, that's that's three thousand six hundred dollars every time you mail out a letter. Like how how do you keep in touch with seven thousand two hundred people?
1: Well, you know, um, Mike Ferry is our coach uh, here, and um, so we are told that if we call them four times a year and mail them something four times a year they 10% of them will give us a lead and they're not all good leads but you know that's a lot of leads that we wouldn't have had otherwise so all of us here do some uh, call some of our past client database but we have somebody that comes in from 10 to 2 every day and she really is the one that causes us to get through seventy two hundred phone calls um a quarter. <laughs> Obviously they don't all they don't all answer, you know, but the ones that do, we have a, a script that we use and tell them something great about what's happening in the market. Find out who they know, who's buying, who's selling. So uh we get those made every single quarter and then we mail them um a postcard three times a year. The fourth mailing is a Thanksgiving card actually with our business card in it, and uh, that's been really effective, too, because people are thinking of building buying in the spring. They keep the card and, you know, uh, remember it. So that's what we do. In between time, two or three times a year, if something great happens here, like uh, this year we got nominated for business of the year in Flushing, when some of those kind of cool things happen, we'll send an email out to all of them, but uh, not too often do we do that. we uh, when we start to send the emails, we have a lot of people that try to unsubscribe, want to unsubscribe, which is fine, but uh, we
0: try not to unsubscribe too many people. Okay, so the person that's calling, is she the one that's talking to them, or is she just kind of getting them on the line and say, hold on, Lucy wants to talk to you?
1: Nope, she's talking to them, because I, I would like to talk to all of them, but it takes hours and hours and hours. I don't have that many hours a day, because I've got to be listing and managing, and you know I've got to do all the other stuff, too, so... So what no, system she is she
0: what system is she using to call them? What uh, software and what tell me um, about that, yeah.
1: Yeah, um you know we have all of our database in Wise Agent. Wise Agent is very simple. It can do lots of things. Um it can email people, it can do it can do everything, you know. But basically what we do is we print a hard copy of our database every quarter and it sits at the front desk. So whoever wants to call some past client center of influence, they just take a page, call them. And then we'll know that they're done for sure so we're not having any crossover because else I wouldn't know if she called them already this quarter and then they get upset, you know. So we just hard copy it, and when the hard copy is all called, we know we're at the end of the line for the
0: quarter. And so give me an example. Let's you know, let's role play this, if you don't mind. Let's just say you're calling me, I'm a past client, and you're going to tell me whatever you're telling them today. Is that good?
1: Yeah. Yes. Just one second. Let me... Get the script that we're using this quarter.
0: Wow! So you print out a script every quarter, and you'd be like, "This is this quarter's script." Okay, cool. This is great. Yeah. We do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you ready? Yes, I'm almost ready. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's never in the right place at the right time, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, ring, ring. Hello. Good morning. This is Lucy at the Lucy Ham Group. How are you doing today? Hey. Oh, hi, Lucy. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Great. Well, I just wanted to call and take a minute of your time. This is a business call. Do you have a minute? Yes. Great. Um, Well, Lucy wanted me to call and tell you that the interest rates are excellent at this time. And actually, on a $150,000 home today versus 10 years ago, the payment is actually $200 less per month. Wow. So we want to get the word out how the interest rates are really helping buyers buy and sellers get their homes sold. So... Who do you know that might be interested in buying or selling at this time?
0: Wow. Hmm. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but I'll I'll definitely let you know.
1: Yeah. Well, it is a great opportunity. Anybody at your office that's been talking about making a move?
0: Mm, Not that I can think of.
1: No. Neighbors? Any neighbors?
0: Hmm. Well, there is a neighbor that's thinking about divorce, but that's kind of private. I don't Mm. want to say anything.
1: Yeah. I'm happy to call him and just pretend like nobody told me like i was just calling you want to give me a name and number for them
0: you mean like a cold call sort of thing
1: yeah just tell them i'm calling around the neighborhood it's a great neighborhood and you know who do they know that might buy or sell and maybe they'll tell me and maybe they won't
0: (laughs) well i'll tell you what i'm not going to give you their phone number but i'll give you their last name and you could run with it from there their last name is stephanopoulos
1: Perfect. Very good. I will check that out and see if I can call them. And, you know, so here's the thing. Thank you so much for thinking about that. Um, by the way, Pat, when do you plan on moving?
0: Well, we've been here like seven years. I think we probably will sell in a couple of years, but uh, no time. not Definitely mm-hmm. not this year.
1: Not this year, huh? But great. Well, if you hear of anybody else that needs our help, please give us a call. Do you have my number there or shall I give it to you again?
0: No, I've got it on my caller ID here.
1: Awesome. Wonderful. Have them give us a call, and uh, I hope you have an awesome day. Thanks for taking this call.
0: Okay, so basically you're just kind of fishing. You go work, then you go neighbors. Do you go anywhere if they say no neighbors? Yep, I do church and family. I was trying to keep it short, but next is
1: church and next is family.
0: Wow, Mm -hmm. so you're just plugging and just letting them say no, 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 and, Mm -hmm. and hopefully maybe church or family and then just eventually say yes.
1: Yeah, because sometimes they, you know, they're not thinking about it before I made the call. So they they aren't really thinking up who they're going to give me. But just by those are kind of trigger words. Sometimes they say, you know, that lady that sits next to me at my desk. Yeah, they want to move, you know. So they're just thinking and it kind of goes quiet on the phone because that's how it is. So you can't rush through that.
0: Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, cool. So so let me ask you about uh, Flint for a little bit. I know you only sell a couple of houses there a year, but after 39 years, I'm sure you've sold it, but, you know, hundreds there. Do people, are? I mean, who in the right mind would buy a house there? The, the, the story there, if you haven't heard it, right, is the, the water's contaminated with lead, right? Is that the public water system? Mm-hmm. Well, so
1: 116 homes have sold in Flint since January one. You know, the prices are really good. You know, Flint Price homes aren't usually a lot of money. There's some nice neighborhoods that are a lot of money, but the thing is the water is not contaminated. It is not contaminated. It was, but it's not. They switched to a good source of water. But, you know, the lead pipes, the lead pipes, and there's lead in the water that came through those pipes, that is the problem. So they have begun changing all the pipes that go to these old houses. So that is what they need to do and they need to do it quickly and they've already begun and millions of dollars have come in from private people and government and all over the nation actually all over the world because of this it's it's a it's a bad thing so people are being given bottled water. I mean, there's lots of places that are supplying bottled water. It's coming from all over the nation. Uh, lots of celebrities, movie stars, who, who knows. So people can pick up bottled water all, all day long. They're being given water filters for their faucets, um, all of these things. But, you know, they still need to take a shower and there's lead in the water. And so it's mm. for children. It's absorbed into their skin, you know. So this is, this is not an easy solution. If you think about taking a bath in a hundred bottles of cold water, you know. So it's going to take some time, but, you know, they're getting there, but there's a lot of other cities that are going to be waking up and realizing, like, we've got all those lead pipes, too. And
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just, so this is something that they, the government used, these same lead pipes in, in other Michigan cities. Oh,
1: all over the nation.
0: All yeah. over the nation. York, so this is just the beginning, Nebraska. huh?
1: Oh yes, in that era, that's what they used. You know, in the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, forties, that's what they used is lead pipes. So um, it is a problem in many cities. It just hasn't come to a head there yet. So, and many cities have already addressed it. And we're finding out they've changed all those
0: pipes. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 116 homes still sell there now. Obviously, has lead there become? like radon you know in most places where you know you don't buy a house unless you get a a lead inspection what's that like yes
1: actually you know um typically fha va you always have to have a water test anyway but right now all the lenders uh, all the lenders in this area are requiring a water test in any house whether it's in the city out of the city out in the country wells everybody needs a water test if they're going to get a mortgage so it's it's become like the lead-based paint disclosure, the radon's, you know, it's become like that here. And so a water test is being done everywhere, which is the right thing to do and I think it's a good idea. Actually, I think I'm going to go have my have my home inspector do a water test on
0: my office and my home because I just would like to know. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Now, has it affected the market? You know, has it affected is 116 a lot? Is it a little? Is it You know, what's normal before this uh, fiasco?
1: Well, it's definitely affected the Flint City market. And the Flint City is 100,000 people. Outside of the city is the other 100,000. So it's definitely affected that market. But it's hard to tell now because it's hard to tell at this point how much it's affected it. Probably at the end of the year or the end of another couple months getting into the spring season, we'll be able to tell better, you know, how much up or how much down it really is because of that.
0: I wonder, from an investment standpoint, uh, if there's going to be good deals, if there's going to be foreclosures and things like that, because people just bail. They're like, "Hey, you know, I don't, you know, my house is not worth uh, enough for me to pe- keep paying the mortgage, or, or you know what I mean? I'm going to go to somewhere where they have clean water, you know, where I can take a bath."
1: It's a great time for investors, and actually, the ones that we've closed, you know, they. They buy them. They close in a week. They they buy them. They know. I mean, to change the lead pipes in a house, it's only a couple thousand dollars. It is not the end of the world.
0: But but, but, but if you is it just in the house or is it the municipality's pipes?
1: It's from the street to the house and in the house. It's both.
0: Okay. So as you as but, the owner of the house, you can take it on yourself to change all that.
1: Yes, but if you don't have the two or three thousand dollars, that's that's the bad part. You know, and a lot of people don't
0: so is the government going to give people two or three thousand dollars or or are they- yeah they
1: already have a lot of they're not giving it to the people you know they're giving it to the city to change the pipes from the street to the house you know what they'll do with the people individually as it rolls out I don't know I mean I really don't have the answer to that
0: yeah so technically I'm- you could still have them all through your house and if you don't have three grand you know let's say you have a forty thousand dollar house and your payments 200 a month. is is a lot of money. It is.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hopefully some of the the monies that are coming in will be helping uh, those people to take care of personally what they need to get that all back on track.
0: Yeah, I mean I could yeah, I could see some of them if you know, if I had a 40,000. I think of Baltimore City cuz that's kind of the area I'm from and I know mm-hmm. houses that uh, there that are selling for, you know, thirty, forty thousand, 40,000 and people own them and I think that if they couldn't take baths and they couldn't drink the water uh, there's a lot of them mm-hmm. who would just bail. They'd be like, I'm going to just go rent something. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's not that heavy of a burden to walk away from. Although they've spent their whole lives there, and that could be a detriment to them because then they don't want to move. And that's but right. uh, eventually, if you got a bunch of kids, I mean, it's uh, that's a hassle. That's very interesting.
1: It is. It is. It's a difficult situation. <laughs>
0: so, what's new and exciting in the real estate world for you? What What have you been up to lately uh, that uh, you're doing differently?
1: Well, new and exciting is just um, r- looking at and realizing and watching the trends because, you know, as, as in stocks and bonds and oil and everything, there's an up and a down and all the time. So, you know, when we went into the last recession in 2005, 6, 7, we really weren't prepared for it. And um, honestly, nobody really thought it would happen because prices never did that before ever in most of people's lives that they went down Every year, 5 to 25%. So, um, trying to prepare for a changing market because it is changing. The signs are there. The stock market's going crazy. The oil prices are going crazy. Stability in the, you know, people's uh, trust and stability in the market is kind of like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And when people are in doubt, quite often they stop buying and selling. Hmm. just because they don't know so they don't well, really know that there's a reason
0: well you've been at this almost 40 years so mm-hmm. have you seen this how many times have you seen this before
1: well really a uh, downward trend of prices only one time this last recession really? but now we know it could happen again so I hope it doesn't but you know they're kind of predicting that and uh, across the nation uh, prices have been uh, downward trending and in inventory going up so uh, it's hard to know exactly what the result will be, and um, to be ready for whatever we need to be ready for.
0: So you've been, you know, the first thirty years of your career, or twenty some years of your career, it, it was very stable. You didn't see uh, very much of an S curve at all. It was just a little down, little up, little down, little up, and mm-hmm. and then in exactly. the last decade, you saw the, this huge serpent curve. And are you thinking that we bounce back too soon?
1: There's signs of things happening in the lending uh, institutions that were happening before we went into the last recession, uh, with people being able to finance almost 100% or 106% um, in that direction. So, you know, some of the things are there. Um, the, the Wall Street movie that I just saw, the big yeah, the
0: big short, yeah.
1: Short very interesting movie and um gosh it seems like it's they've pretty much portrayed the truth in a in a good way you know it's a it's really a history lesson movie and uh, it's kind of going that direction again so
0: so wait a minute so you're starting you're starting to see some qualifications with banks that are liberal in your mind you're starting to see some of that again where it's like they're, they're given loans that, in your mind, probably they should be more conservative about giving?
1: Well, you know, you can you could be a veteran and finance 106%. You can go rural development, finance 106%, FHA, 96.5%. You know, very little skin in the game uh, for some of the lending. And really, that's the majority of how the mortgages are going here. And um, conventional financing is is there too but that's not the majority of how things are being financed with 5% to 15 20% down.
0: So 20 years ago, mm-hmm. how if you sold 10 houses, how many of them were conventional 10% down or more? 8 out of 10. Hmm, that's interesting, huh? 30 30, out of 10. 30 years ago, what would you say?
1: Probably 9 out of 10, you know, FHA VA was very seldom did we do
0: one. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I, yeah, I never really is. thought about that, I, you know, because I've been doing this 27 years, so you're right. It was like the FHA and the VA, I remember being kind of difficult. Like, you're thinking, oh, I don't want to do it, you know, because mm-hmm. um, because it required so much paperwork, and, and um, now they're just about, and I, I'm not a mortgage officer, but they're, the processes seem to be as easy or as hard as a conventional loan or refinance they all kind of run together so uh yeah. and and also you didn't have as many like you said you had one in 10 or so really you did mm-hmm. it was almost discouraged
1: yeah yeah you're right in fhava i mean that's all kind of it's all kind of alike now there's really is hardly any difference
0: yeah i mean it's all just a loan and so yeah. great
1: so great question pat Great yeah.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That that's mm-hmm. very interesting. So it would tell me that and and I know, you know, 2010, 2009, 2011 it was difficult then to get any loan. Yeah. And you also had the, all these people running scared. So now the people are very optimistic, you know, the sunshine is back on real estate. And it's mm-hmm. easier and easier to get uh, first-time buyer loans and that's what that's what essentially has been driving your market and most markets, right? Yes,
1: absolutely, absolutely, yes. Because uh, you know, most people in the world hardly have savings, you know, and uh, so they've maybe they've lost their home a few a few years ago. Maybe they've had a foreclosure. Maybe they've had a short sale. So you have to wait. They have to wait three to five years, and so their three their three to five years is up, and they've been working to reestablish their credit. So they're back in the market but they don't really have a savings to work with but it does help them buy a home and i guess that helps the economy too
0: absolutely and you know they fulfill the american dream
1: absolutely mm-hmm.
0: so it's a it's a good thing but it is interesting to think about that you know we did survive and we did we did uh, have a normal fairly normal economy not always but you know things progressed people weren't dying and starving in the streets in the in the 80s and 90s you know it it was right it was a much more flat line so it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't yeah. like it was bad that people didn't not as many first time buyers bought back then no you know what i mean no. yeah Exactly.
1: I agree. It was just a slower process, you know, when houses would go up a little bit and they would flatline up a little bit, flatline. You know, they didn't really they didn't really do anything major up or major down in this market. I mean, maybe California they do. I think they California seems to have bigger high highs and low lows, but I don't know if that's better or worse. So, <laughs>
0: I don't know either, I guess. Um, I mean, good if you buy at the right time, bad if you buy at the wrong time. That's that's the problem with California, you know? I mean, just as many people yeah. get burned as they do win. Uh, so I don't know. That's, uh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Well, so what does your team look like today, Lucy?
1: Um, I have a great team. Um, I have a listing manager, I have a closing manager, and I have a front desk as the three employees that I have. um, Then myself and um, another broker are the listing agents. And then we have two buyer specialists that work with buyers all day, every day. So, and then we have the the telemarketer, actually. So that's what our team looks like today.
0: That's a solid Uh, team.
1: Yep. We do have people that, you know, put up signs and take down signs, measure the houses, but they're Independent contractors that, and photographers that really don't show up here every day. They're just once a week, do all the stuff we need to have them do and get the prop- properties on the market.
0: So how many houses did you sell last year?
1: Uh, 245.
0: Okay. And, mm-hmm. and um, so, you know, what was your volume on that?
1: You know what? We don't really keep track of volume. We keep track of goals for numbers closed
0: yeah yeah so
1: i don't know what the volume was it's probably 30 40 million
0: is that is um go ahead
1: our our uh, goal for this year is 300 closed and we're on track so far so what's I'm what's the most you ever that.
0: what's the most you ever did
1: 291
0: okay what year was mm-hmm. that that was 2014 oh wow okay mm-hmm. recently even yep. better than 06 07 or 05 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and why? Why do you think that is? You know,
1: uh we came we were coming out of a coming out of a really tough market. I think we were working hard like we did in the tough market and um uh, we just had seen our numbers drop through that recession and you know, I think we decided we're not going there again. We're we're going to try to work like we're not affected like the market at all. Make the number of calls we need to make a day, you know, do all the things we're supposed to do just get back to basics just do them and really when you do all the things you're supposed to do you know you're you create your own market and we're really trying to keep that mindset that we create our own market and we're not affected by the economy so
0: do you think there's less agents in your area than there was 10 years ago
1: there are there are but there's, there's in the last couple of years there has been quite a few came back into the market you know they heard heard it was good and you know the last couple of years were easier easier years than the ten before that and so you know the last couple of years we could kind of be order takers you know and you get complacent and you don't hone your skills as much as you should so you know getting ready for a changing market if that's what's coming you know we really need to work on our skills our presentations our, um all of the things we need to do a great job for the seller and a great job for the buyer because those people will tell somebody else to call us and they'll remember that we did that in the good times even, you know, and the bad times.
0: Hmm. So I see recently you connected with uh, Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. Uh, Tell me about that experience and what you're doing with that.
1: Yeah, well, our our television and radio is managed by um, radio and television experts and um, they just represent one agent per city. And so they have a mastermind a couple times a year with the agents that they represent, a couple hundred agents across the nation. They get together to just uh, mastermind, this is what really worked for me, this is how we did it, this is how we paid for it, this is what it cost, all of that. And so she was at one of those masterminds. Um, So the next one is, um, it was a good experience, great experience. Now, how many many agents were,
0: were there? 200. 200. Okay, so it's 200 agents yep. from US, yep. U.S. and Canada or just U.S.?
1: Um, I don't know for sure. Okay. For sure okay. U.S. I'm not sure about Canada.
0: So 200 agents and she spoke. Mm-hmm. I heard yes. she was a little crazy. She was. She cracked some crude jokes, I heard.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a little crazy, but she'd have to be to come from where she came from, you know, to come from the bottom and work herself up, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes,
0: absolutely. Okay, and yeah, then, so then that, that what happened?
1: Yeah, so the next mastermind they have will have Damon on Shark Tank will be there. So that'll be a little different experience because he comes from a different set of experiences mm-hmm. and talent. So yep. that's exciting, too.
0: And and so you got to just kind of walk around with her. They had some movie cameras. You shook her hand. Uh, she said some words with your name in it, and, and then mm-hmm. you could use it. Is that kind of how it happened? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, and uh, there's an opportunity, too, which I did not do. You could, there's an opportunity also coming up this May, which there was last May, to go to New York and film with her in New York. You know, that is also another opportunity that those agents have. So,
0: The film, the same thing you had with your commercial, basically.
1: Yes, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little different script. to have a few on hand if you want to change it once in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Very good. Very good. Well, that's exciting. And it's always cool to have stuff like that. I mean, everybody's about that nowadays. Look at this selfie of this person that I got. uh, And then if you get them them, uh, in a commercial, even better, because that's kind of social Mm -hmm. proof for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people really comment about the commercial. People love Shark Tank. I I just see whole families, you know, they tell me, our whole family watches Shark Tank every Friday. So, you know, we air uh, during Shark Tank. We air during uh, a couple times a week during Good Morning America, a couple days a week um, on the morning show. So that's where our commercial with Barbara airs.
0: That's awesome. And are you getting business from it?
1: Lots, lots of business from it.
0: Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Yeah, listen, there's nothing it better is. than a come list me call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I saw you on TV, so I know you're for real, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. listen, Lucy, this has been great. I really uh, enjoyed catching up with you. You represent the rural market and the and the, the the market of lower end houses. What what what's your average sale price? Would you say one one fifty is one forty six? One forty six. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is great. And I wish you the best of luck. I hope that uh, the water gets cleaned up out there in Flint and uh, (laughs) prices start uh, rising again and investors come in and deep and just kind of just buy and hold. If anyone listening wants to invest, I'll tell you what, you know, you know, I imagine there's going to be some foreclosures, too, from landlords because they're not going to be able to rent to people unless they fix that stuff. Well, I guess a landlord should be able to should be able to pay the three grand now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it'll be interesting.
1: There's always always a great investment opportunity here. You know, our prices are reasonable already. Uh, There's probably going to be some properties that are more reasonable. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see.
0: Only time will tell. Well, listen, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I hope someday we can meet face to face.
1: That would be awesome. Thank you, Pat. It was fun.
0: You guys know that i'm i'm pretty experienced in this business been at this game had my i had my license in maryland for 28 years full-time now i still have a big team that's run by somebody else mike sloan my partner but i'm intricately involved with him on an email basis if if not more Uh, regularly. So I know what's going on. Plus, I had over 400 guests on the show, including the ones that haven't been released yet. And I see where the pain points are in real estate today. And I think there's a huge pain point in listings, right? I think that because the MLS is public now, people are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers. And they're getting farther and farther away from listings, and I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else, and that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment and the reason they're afraid because there's a lot of really heavy rejection I mean I can remember times in my career where I really 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 thought that I had a listing or I really really wanted a listing and uh, they chose someone else and there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else but I just remember it, it, it hurting. It just getting kicked right in the gut. It kept me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with the family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have said a different price. I should have said a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever. A different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short. I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents and so anyways that caused me knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry to create the certified listing agent program and this thing has taken a long time I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment what they say what they do how they do it and then we role-played it on screen on camera and then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the 8, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it, the the 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and it's in 10-minute increments, so it uh, so you 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 watch 5 to 12 minutes of video and then you take a small quiz. And then you watch another 5 to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite-sized. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more. Or or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture, Because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes and it's in bite-sized chunks and you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert. And it's just a lot better way, in my opinion, to learn. So if you want to learn more about it, go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now. That's hybendigital backslash discount. You'll get my personal Podcast discount by going there and take a look. You know, see what you think. It comes with my personal guarantee 100% guaranteed money back guarantee. Look, if you take it and you think it, it it stinks, I'll give you your money back. You can go on Google and Google my name, and I'm personally guaranteeing this I'm very, very easy to find, right? Just send me an email. I promise you, I'll, I'll give you your money back. But that's how confident I'm better. I mean, it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money. And, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the tests or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it.